Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. One of the cool things about American football is the equipment is always on the cutting edge and getting better and better all the time, making players perform better and safer. But what if I told you that there was a piece of equipment that would be safer for the players, make them improve in their performance, and it's probably not a piece of equipment that you think it is. Dr. Michael Hutchison joins us just a second to tell us all about his innovation. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And welcome to another edition where we get to talk about a great aspect of football and some football history. And today we have something that's very important on the minds of everybody in football, especially uh, players and parents of players and loved ones. And that is uh, player safety. And we have a physician with us today, uh, Dr. Michael Hutchison, who is uh, going to talk about an invention he has that's going to enhance player safety. Uh, Dr. Hutchinson, welcome to the pig pen. Hey, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, Doctor, maybe you could uh, start off by just telling us a little bit about your background and, and how you got to the point of uh, you know making some innovations uh, to the game of football. Well, I was, I'm a neuromuscular and cosmetic dentist. Well, that's and, a, that's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what that means is I, and this is all part of how this new technology came about back in about 2000. I was not really satisfied with what was being taught as far as TMJ syndrome, how to correct grinding, clenching, headaches, migraines. And uh, frankly, what we were taught in school just didn't, didn't really work, you know, uh, and I don't like to have a patient come to me and say, you know, I have this problem and what can you do? And and for me to say, well, I really don't know what to do for you or I can't help you or uh, we have we have this technique. That if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And there's nothing I can do, which is really was the state of the art back then. And uh, I just so happened to meet this guy who'd been doing a different technique called neuromuscular dentistry. Uh, and he'd been doing it for 30 years and he was very, very successful at curing TMJ, headaches, migraines. In fact, so much so that he uh, really was world renowned in his uh, technique. And so I started to use that technique for my patients and with, with a high grade of success. 
And uh, the feedback I would get would be that they felt like they had a lot of energy. They felt stronger. Uh, they weren't, didn't have so much uh, tiredness as they did before. And wanted to know what that was all about. And uh, I didn't really know uh, what it was all about, but it really sparked my interest and made me um, look into what was going on. And it turns out that we have this thing called physiologic jaw position. All of us have our own unique physiologic jaw position. And when we put our jaws in that physiologic jaw position, we can increase our strength. Uh, I found out through uh, Wayne State University did a study on what I was doing and showed a 17, well, 16.8%, 17% increase in your strength output uh, when your jaw was in this physiologic jaw position. And when I was testing that, it uh, turned out that uh, the people who wore that mouth appliance uh, had very, the teams had very few dis concussions. And uh, we studied over 18 years, about 7,000 athletes and had only nine concussions come up, which is 0.2% concussion rate. Um, it was 19 0.8% uh, uh, less than the uh, average yearly concussion rate, which is usually 20%. So took it down to almost zero, which is really uh, super intriguing, interesting, and really makes an impact on, on uh, all sports, not just football or, or the contact sports, but, uh, basically, with phys physiologic job position, you can run high, run faster, jump higher, hit the ball farther. You can do all your sports better because you're stronger, you're stay more stable, your balance is better, your oxygen intake is is increased, and uh, you can talk. You can talk normally, which is uh, I don't know if you wore a mouth guard when you no. were younger. But oh. you probably would tell me that you didn't like it. No, it that's that's for sure. Yeah. So so this is this is like really enlightening. So okay, I, going back in the 1970s and early 80s when I was playing football, you know, we had the old mouthpiece that you boil in the water and it formed. You know, you put it in your mouth for a few minutes and it forms to your teeth. And you know, I can remember one time asking my coach, and he probably didn't know much more than us us kids did at the time you know coach why do we got to wear these mouthpieces all the time and it's like hey you knuckleheads wear them because you're gonna get your teeth knocked out or you're gonna bite your tongue and that was sort of what you know i think the the perception of most folks and and i officiated for 27 years at the high school level too and a kid would ask me you know you tell him hey get the mouthpiece in because by rule in high school for the national federation you have to wear a mouthpiece and tell him put it in there and i almost had the same idea i didn't call them knuckleheads like our coach did but you know hey you got to wear it because it's going to keep you from things but you're telling us you know besides the concussion standpoint uh but you know, the energy level and it makes you feel more comfortable and be a a better uh, athlete, you know, that that's really fascinating. Yeah. Back when let's say the current mouth guard was invented, it was 1950s when um, life magazine, if you remember life magazine, mm -hmm. they did a story about some Notre Dame players who were breaking their teeth playing football. And so the American dental association got together and studied what could be done. And they came up with a mouth guard. Um, 
And so they they pushed that. They started saying that this is uh, a must-have for all sports equipment of contact sports. They didn't seem to care about what they deemed non-contact sports <laughs> uh, because what they were – what they based their hypothesis on was uh, football players playing a contact sport, causing their teeth to slap together and crack. So uh, it was adopted in 73, I believe, by the NCAA. They made a rule that uh, everybody had to wear a mouth guard, but it was never enforced. It's enforced pretty well in high school, but if you watch any college game, you're going to see guys not wearing a mouth guard. And uh, I, I looked it up. It's uh, a, the penalty is a loss of a timeout. So, uh, but I don't think any of us have ever heard of a an infraction in a college game where they lost a timeout because of a mouth guard. Yeah. I, they I just don't. And in, in uh, professional ranks, you don't have to wear one if you don't want to. But uh, I'm saying they should wear one and they should want to because that level of play, everybody's about the same, except their jaw is holding them back. So a receiver can jump higher, a running back or receiver can run faster. Alignment can block better. They're more balanced and square, more solid. Uh, and this applies to every sport from uh, swimming to golf to baseball to softball. All girls' sports, girls should be wearing mouth guards because they're twice susceptible to a, mouth, to a concussion than a boy is because of their neck structure. But this type of technology, physiologic jaw position, strengthens all your muscles by 17%, including your neck muscles, which is a, a pretty much accepted uh, way to uh, decrease concussion events is by strengthening your neck. Uh, but Dr. also, Doctor, is this sort of a, like an instantaneous uh, gain in strength, or is it something that's acquired over time of, of wearing the, the mouse? It's absolutely 100% instantaneous. Really? Because you've got it in your body. Your body's just not working right because the way your jaw fits together and the associated muscles are disrupting the nerve information to the muscles and with without a lack of a, a better term, they're just pinching off part of the uh, uh, of the nerves going to your muscle fibers. Uh, kind of like if you're got a partner and you're waving a rope and somebody pinches it off in the middle, then stops on one side. So your muscle fibers, let's say seventeen percent of them, are not getting any information to do anything. So they're just laying there doing nothing. You think you're giving it your all. But you can position your jaw and your physiologic jaw position, and then you can go and you can do more. I've had many examples. I think the, the best one that really probably I want to give credit to that whole situation, the, the individual has passed away now. But back in 2003, 
we had a a guy in our small town of Traverse City who was the police chief and the fire chief. And he also loved bench pressing. So he got himself on the the United States powerlifting team in the 65-year-old category and higher. Wow. He uh, won a national championship that year by lifting 398 pounds. That's the most he'd ever lifted. Um, and the local paper wrote an article about him. Our, our uh, illustrious police chief, fire chief, is going to the international powerlifting competition uh, on the USA team. And in there, he said, I want to break the world record, which is more than I've ever lifted. And it's 435. And I'm working the next six weeks as hard as I can so that I can try to break that world record. And so I didn't know him, but I had just been developing this technology and I knew that he could do it right now tonight. And so I told him, I called him up. I looked him up in the phone book. I called him cold and I said, I don't want you to think I'm some quack doctor or something, but I can get you your world record tonight. Now, a lot of that was faith on my part because I hadn't really tested a lot. I just knew it worked on Mrs. Jones, who doesn't have TMJ anymore and can carry her her boxes from the basement at Christmas time now, and she couldn't do it. So I just knew it would work. And so, uh, yeah, he came over. I made him a mouth guard uh, in his physiologic job position. And I knew it would work, too, because I saw a picture of him, and he is missing some teeth, and his bite was really bad. And I just knew this is going to work. And sure enough, he uh, went and did his workout and called me and left me an incoherent message. But I could tell how excited he was because he called me. He lifted 455 pounds and got scared because he thought he was going to hurt himself. But he said, I, I could totally do way more. Wow. I told him to expect to be able to do about 80, 480 uh, He didn't believe me, but he got up to 455 and said he could do more. And so he, I said, well, what I need is data. So give me your logs of your lifting schedule and so I can have the data. And he got up to 525 pounds before he went to Prague. Uh, and uh, when he, in Prague, he, he uh, broke the world record uh, at 455 uh, and held that for 10 years. But that, those are really specific. It's not, it's not always – the amount of a weight you lift, but you have to have your arms parallel and you have to have everything right. And he did that 455 and held it for 10 years. Wow. So I knew at that point, this wasn't just a, a placebo, an anecdotal thing. It was an actual body principle, a body mechanism that was unheard of and untapped. So I started doing everything I possibly could to get participants in a study um, to see what kind of results we would get with a, a long-term study. I did it for 18 years and I started with my son's eighth grade football team and they were 0-3 to start the season. And um, I went to the coach to get data because I went to the Seattle Mariners training camp and the, and the team doctor, they didn't really tell him I was coming. 
and he just, they just threw me in his office and it was just kind of awkward and he was mad because they didn't let him know and he basically said just send me your data and I didn't have any data which made him even more mad and uh, but I learned that I needed to have data so I flew home kind of discouraged but I knew that I had to get data so I went to my son's football coach and I had a friend who's an orthodontist here in town and so his sons played for the Catholic school and I got those boys so there were a hundred about a hundred boys that I tested for six years and the results of that test was uh, my son's 0-3 team went on to win the next six games by 45 points or more Wow. And uh, won the conference. The next year they were uh, undefeated, and the next year they were undefeated. Um, and the Catholic school won five state championships in a row. And I knew that uh, this was a a, a, a a body principle we just didn't know about. And right about that time, Wayne State University heard what I was doing. They do a lot of testing with uh, car companies. Their biomedical engineering is tops in the country. They asked me if they could study my invention, and I've said, of course, and so they did, and they took 40 of their football players, and uh, we made them four different mouth guards. Uh, one was mine. One was uh, just a cheapy one that was like for, you can get for a dollar free from a So, so that's, your, that's your placebo group. Then. Yeah, and okay. no mouth guard. Okay. And Shock Doctor, which is the number one mouth guard uh, sold in America. And uh, Shock Doctor was very mad at me uh, because they had the worst results, even worse than no mouth guard. And I had the best results. Um, and now, so. Now, now why, why would that be now? Would their mouthpiece possibly be putting the jaw in a, a, a compromising position? Would make a person weaker than. Naturally, is that, is that possible? That's right? half of it. The other half is not enough because it's it's made with the 73-year-old technology. It's made to keep you from banging your teeth together. And it does a great job. But every one of us have a, our own unique physiologic job position that is unique to us. And so we can't just boil and bite because that's not what you get your physiologic job position with. Uh, and so if you happen to, let's just say by, by way of thickness, if you so happen to boil and bite your mouth guard in the thickness that you need and in the job position that you need for physiologic job position, then it will work. But you don't know what you're doing. You're not. You don't know if you will or if you won't, uh, because there's no technique to purposefully get it there. So um, that's why it doesn't work. And a lot of times it makes it worse. Makes you have more concussions uh, by nature of where you're positioning your jaw and your jaw joint. Now, now, but if what... you know how to, if you know how to position it, and you have the right thickness for you. You can uh, you can fit it and then go over to the bench press and throw on seventeen percent more and uh, than your max and you can lift it multiple times. 
Now, now what, I guess what, how long does the process take if, if an athlete or comes to you and says, doctor, I want to you know, be fitted for your device, you know, put my, uh, you determine my, my optimal position of my jaw and uh, do this. What, what's that process like time-wise? What's that? Uh, it's very instantaneous. I, I wanted it to be like that. I wanted it to be so that any kid could order one, go through the instructions and fit it themselves. And basically what, what you're, what you want is you want to swallow into it. You don't want to bite anywhere. You don't want to choose to bite anywhere. You want your autonomic nervous system to take over and, and uh, fit your appliance for you. Okay. So they don't, the people don't have to come to your office to be fitted for it. You have a, no. a process that's a home remedy uh, for better. Yeah, you can order better. one online. It'll come to your house. There's a set of instructions. It's very important. It's not difficult, but very important to do it. There's also a video you can watch on the website that shows you how to do it. You're basically swallowing into it. And uh, what happens is, if you think about it, when you swallow, you don't really think about doing it. You just do it, right? Because your involuntary nervous system takes over uh, and does it for you. It, it it contracts the muscles that you need to contract. It, your, your brain uh, re- releases the muscles that don't need to contract, some that do partially, some that twist, or whatever it takes. For you to swallow, your autonomic nervous system does it for you. So that's what you want to do. So you want to put the, you want to warm up the plastic because you want it to be soft. Put it on your lower teeth. Then bring your lips together like you're going to kiss your mom and swallow five times while it's cooling down. Then when you put it back in, it's always in your physiologic job position. And we're, we're basically hardwired to gr- grit our teeth when we go do something really hard. We're going to go block somebody. We're going we're gonna to bite down just right before we hit them. Well, you can bite down in your perfect physiologic jaw position, or you can bite down in your bad jaw position. And you get results from doing that. One is good, and one is not so good. Not so Okay, you you gave the examples of you know the the weightlifter friend of yours. Uh, you know, we're talking about football players. What about uh, maybe something less contact or less upper body strength? Let, let's let's say you have a, a cross country runner. Would something like that benefit them as well and give them absolutely? Support? There's actually a study that was done at University of Michigan a uh, long time ago, and uh, I have to say that they were using what was called a mora at that time. They called it a mandibular repositioning appliance. They had no uh, quantitative uh, data on what that was. They just knew that, I think it came from some Olympics when the Russian weightlifters came and just annihilated everybody. And they noticed they were putting a, a job appliance in their mouth. And so uh, everybody else decided, well, hey, if they, I guess if you just put something in your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> you'll bite on it and you'll get stronger. And uh, that's about the understanding that they had. But uh, there was a, a jaw appliance that they were using 
for medicine and dentistry called Amora. And so they did a study with uh, marathoners. And the conclusion was that they said that they got to what normally was their wall, which is about 16 miles when they wanted to quit, their body wanted to quit. And uh, this Mora moved that sensation to 20 miles instead of 16. So if you go back now and, and look at the mechanism, it makes sense because if you're stronger, you're going to perform better. You have more stamina. You're going to be more balanced. You're not going to have as much resistance. And so you will run faster. I had several people who dropped their 40-yard dash time two-tenths of a second just by putting in a mouth appliance. Um, I was at a combine a couple of years ago, and I pulled. they let me pull out five guys to test Power Plus, and some of the results were seven inches on the broad jump increase, um, an inch and a half on the vertical jump, 10 more reps of 250 pounds. Wow. <laughs> bench press. And a guy dropped, uh, dropped his 40 one tenth of a second. Uh, those are big numbers. So for huge numbers, combos, yeah, they're gigantic. I, that gets you, uh, jumps a couple rounds. If you're at the an NFL combine or something, you'll get a better uh, draft position, better pay and, uh, change your yeah, life. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Man. And, you're not going to get a concussion 99.8% of the time. Really? Wow. Yeah. One of the best anecdotal uh, stories that I've, uh, that I have and experiences is uh, Daniel Sorensen. I don't know if you know him, but he played for the chiefs for eight years, free safety. Uh, he's still playing for the saints the last two years. First point is he hasn't had a concussion at all in the NFL. Uh, never had one wearing my appliance. And he didn't have the custom one. He just had the one you could order online and get it and fit it yourself. But he was my brother's, his wife was my brother's uh, babysitter for his kids. <laughs> and uh, he graduated from BYU. My son, my brother lives out there. And uh, so when he was invited to the Chiefs, not drafted, just invited to come try out, uh, my brother said, here, you should, you should wear this mouth guard. You'll like it. And so he said, okay, and he did. And he was just speedily got into starting. He first, uh, you know, got into the special teams. And he was tearing up with the special team. So they put him in nickel situations in, in the game. And he was, you know, all over the field. Just they couldn't stop him, couldn't keep him off the field. So then they offered him a uh, – he started, he started uh, starting every game. And they offered him a $4 million or a $16 million four-year contract. And he, he was in two Super Bowls. And if you remember – uh, the AFC championship game against the Browns as two, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, the, the chiefs were, were ahead, but, uh, 
they threw a pass to the receiver and he was running into the end zone with about a minute left in the game. And they, they were going to win and knock the chiefs out. And Daniel, I got the clip. Daniel come across the field, hit him in his ear hole at the get at the goal line. And he fumbled out of bounds. And it was a touchback and the <laughs> chiefs won the receiver went out of the game with a concussion and Daniel pops back up and goes back and gets back into his position. So that's the best poster child anecdotal thing I can give you is that Daniel never has had a concussion. He's given lots of concussions. In fact, the Denver Broncos, a few games earlier than that during the season, he hit uh, the running back and knocked him out with a concussion and he was fined for that. Uh, Hmm. He, he's not the kind of person that would try to do that to somebody. Uh, and which was interesting is because you didn't see that clip anywhere after like the next day, he must've told him to not put it out there or whatever, but he, Hmm. he got fined and it was, uh, he was out for a game because of that. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, he just kind of accidentally hit him under the, under the helmet. And, uh, there you go. Uh, maybe maybe that, that, that running back should have been the guys out, right? Yeah, yeah. The running back should have bought your product uh, before that game, right? <laughs> so. Right. But Daniel Sorensen's never had a concussion playing free safety. I, I don't. Amazing. I don't know if that's. I don't know what kind of records the NFL keeps, but I've never heard of it. Yeah. And I've been watching NFL football since I was five. Yeah, that's, so. that's amazing. Yeah, so this is uh, this is a legitimate new uh, discovery in body mechanics, and uh, there's absolutely no reason any parent, any coach, anybody in sports should uh, have any reason but to wear this. They they must you must do this um, to keep your kid safe and to help your kid play the best that they can play. Let's yeah. face it, there it's really hard to get into the pros. But if you're being held back by your body and you don't know it, you could be a pro too, but you can't because your body's holding you back. Yeah. Okay. So let, let me get this straight. So it's, it's more comfortable than a, a, a common mouthpiece that we're used to. It enhances your performance and it keeps you much safer. It There's, there's no negative. It's win, 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 win. So you're right. There's no, re- no negative and it doesn't even cost. I mean, there's mouth guards out there that cost more, but uh, 43.95 is a, a pizza on the weekend. It's you know, it's nothing. Right. right yeah. yeah. So, so, so why don't we take this opportunity right now, Doctor? Let's uh, give the name of your product and where folks can uh, get you know have the opportunity to purchase it. Right now, the fastest, easiest way is to just go on to powerplusmouthguard.com. And you can uh, get a lot of useful information that you would like and also order one right there. It'll come to you in two to three days in the mail. And then what I recommend is you go back on the website and watch the video. uh, The fitting video shows you how to do it. It's not like you're used to. And uh, if you fit it like your old mouth guard, it will not work. You have to do it the way it's described, like I said earlier in our talk here, you have to do it that way because that's how your body works. 
uh, and that's the fastest, easiest way to get it. Okay. And listeners, if you're driving or don't have a pen with you, we're going to put the link to doctor's site on the show notes of the podcast. Also on Pigskin Dispatch for the accompanying website posts that we'll put up there to get you connected to Dr. Hutchison and his wonderful device, the Power Guard. And uh, doctor, we got uh, got to make me a promise here that you, you don't tell my wife about this because she'll have me wearing this mouth guard to cut the grass and take the garbage out. So I, it enhances my performance of doing that. So that's funny because I do have a guy who wears one when he cuts his grass. Really? Okay. I don't get tired anymore. I got two acres. I like to, I like to do it for exercise, but I'd be exhausted after I was done. Now it's great. I don't have a problem. So it's funny that you say, your <laughs> so maybe i should it be really is. Oh. <laughs> i mean it's not just sports but it's any physical activity if you like to go hiking you like to ride your bike uh you know play recreational hockey whatever it's going to make your body work better and that's the important thing about it so all your friends everybody that you know uh influential people you must tell them and let them know because this is going to be something that's going to really benefit them, their kids, keep them safe and help them play the best they can. Well, doctor, you, you've made me a believer. Uh, you know, I didn't, wasn't really sure where, where this was going at first, but uh, man, I, I believe it. Your data is, uh, you know, very convincing. Uh, you know, Mr. Sorensen playing in the NFL and, you know, saving putting a team in the super bowl basically with a, a play and probably some of that attributed to you know with, with your device and uh wow quite a fascinating study and a great uh i'm glad your your word is getting out there and we're going to help you to promote that and uh make sure more of these players in all sports are doing it to be have a better experience a safer experience and more comfortable uh with their mouth appliances so thank you very much for joining us today doctor well, thank you. It's great to be here. And, uh, you know, everybody power up powerplusmouthart.com. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network.
His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, as well as Jersey Dispatch, on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network. 